0: Listener Appreciation Week, everybody. I am Glenn Geek in Ocala, Florida.
2: And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network, and may the Fourth be with you. Episode 2426 brought to you by Kemen. Good morning, horse world.
1: They're all in line. We're ready for the start. They're off in the Kentucky Derby Triple Crown Showdown. Justify was off to a slow beginning as Seattle Slough goes straight to the early lead in the black and yellow colors. And right alongside is Count Fleet. Farther on Omaha's next. Whirl away in the blue and red split horses while Secretariat in those blue and white colors is fifth. And down on the inside they're being followed by gallant fox in between horses and there goes assault now moving up between rivals and getting close to the pace to a 23.52 opening quarter mile and it's back to sir barton followed by affirmed war admiral american pharaoh is third last early on in those turquoise and yellow silks citation in the red is next and justify is at the back of the field so they make their way to the back stretch with slew in front seattle slew onto the back stretch the leader Count Fleet is second, Omaha's third, Secretariat, right there now, running in fourth, just two lengths off the lead to a 46.54 half mile. And they're being followed by a firm who's making progress in the pink colors on the inside. Farther out comes Gallant Fox. And now, here come American Pharoah and Citation, and they're moving together. They're within five lengths of the lead as they make their way to the half mile pole, where the leader is Seattle, Slew from Count Fleet. On the outside, Omaha starts to drop back. Secretariat now takes third. Borlaug is fourth and down on the inside. American Pharoah three wide on the turn. Now five lengths from the front then affirmed at the rail, and Citation. Around the far turn, it is still Seattle Slough. American Pharoah is sweeping up on the outside and bumped there at the top of the stretch with Whirl Away. Secretariat starting to put in his bid, and they're into the stretch. And it's Seattle Slough who comes down to the final furlong in front. Secretariat runs at him. American Pharoah is in the center of the track. Citation is down toward the rail, into the last 16th. Here comes Secretariat in the middle! Citation on the inside! Then Seattle slew an American Pharaoh! Here's the finish! Secretariat has won it! Over citation! Then Seattle slew affirmed an American Pharaoh was fifth!
2: Oh my god, <laughs> it was so great! How did, cool was
1: that? Do you
0: know that he didn't see the he didn't see the race ahead of time? He was calling that live.
2: Nobody did! But I would like to point out something. (laughs) I would like to point out that I really think that the fractions of this race should have been a lot faster. I believe Secretariat should have really taken off if (laughs) one of them would have freaking switched leads. Oh, my God. Secretariat ran the entire race on a circle to the left on his right lead. Never switched. Seattle Slough ran the entire race. I
0: thought the graphics were really, really good, but maybe they weren't (laughs) horse people. Maybe they were game people. They
2: switch leads at the top, at the turn, and then in the in the straightaway. The muscles
0: and everything, the neck muscles,
2: and they had that. I know you were going on about how great all the graphics were, and I'm like, oh my god, they didn't see (laughs) that. See, I
0: never noticed that.
2: (laughs) American Pharaoh ran the whole race on his left lead, but most impressively, Secretariat and those sweeping wide turns. Stayed on his right lead the whole time and still won. Okay. So it's like I mean, tie, yeah, well,
0: he could have done it anyway. Would anybody fight. would everybody have been pissed if Secretariat hadn't won this? I mean, was there any could even thought he's run the fastest race ever, right? You so.
2: no, he has to win. He has the record. Yeah. <laughs> <Tell> <laughs> exactly.
0: But how that. close they were surprised me.
2: Well, I think too, you know, I think his secretariat ran it in 159 and two fifths. And Oh, there's like three horses that have won it in 159 and so-and-so fifths. Yeah. And I, I can't remember, excuse me, uh, who, who did those, but I mean, also a lot of the horses that ran really fast had sloppy tracks that I think yeah. they took all of that into account and really made this awesome race. And I was, I loved seeing like whirl away up there and affirmed up there and not just justify an American, like the most recent ones, you know, like, I feel like they just did they did a good service to it. It was cool.
0: It was cool. And they had to put it together fast when you think about it. It was only eight weeks ago or six weeks ago that they canceled. So they had six weeks to put this together.
2: They had to get these horses out and get them bit. I don't and do some training. <laughs> they had to dig oh my God. Some of them up. So. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna go there. I went there. Oh <laughs> uh, so but it was it was just cool. But I was really disappointed. I thought it was gonna be a whole bunch of classic races. Like I wanted to see Oh, the show Classics was ridiculous. Of, they, they put of, that,
0: I mean, it was just two hours of the American Pharaoh story. It was they replayed American Pharaoh year.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I was hoping that they would like show old footage of if they had of like whirl away and citation and War admiral and kind of get some but of again, the black. Again, they had and white. six
0: weeks and all their people are at home working, so <laughs> maybe they could. I don't. Know. Can't
2: you YouTube that and put it together? <laughs> yeah, we I, do it. <laughs> I, I just kept going back and forth, and I'm like, oh, it's still American Pharaoh, it's still American Pharaoh. But you said it was it, it that was, was the whole oh, they
0: thing. They Replay the whole thing. Including right. the weird couple there that does the fashion stuff, uh-huh. who I hate? I mean, they had them. I was Tara just a Lipinski. replay of the whole. Oh, I hate those two. Oh yeah,
2: you're not. A, you're not a uh, ice skater I'm fashionista. Not a fashion so, diva.
0: no, definitely no. not. If you look what I wear, I'm definitely not a fashionista.
2: Hey, we have a fun show today. Um, wait, tell us about who's coming on today. Well, Listener Appreciation
0: Week starts off chatting with inventor Rachel Walker from Double Shot Equestrian, which. I gotta, I, we gotta ask if that's what we think it is. Uh, we learn all about show jumper and Mustang owner Tiana Vestry and Leah Horn from New York. Plus, some equestrian first world problems will round out the show. And you have a post show thing to do, right? I do.
2: I have a training tip from, uh, from an auditor. So we figured I was going to do it on the show and you said, Nope, we're saving it. So, uh, we're going to do a training tip for an auditor after the show. So this, and how, did, is how do people us? access that? It's about,
0: Oh, to access that. You just go to horseradio network.com. Thank you for the prod there. Uh, you go to horseradio network.com and scroll down the right side of the page. You'll see where it says auditor and you click on that for as little as $3 a month. You too can join the party in the auditor room. Uh, I did want to say that uh, this week is not about us. It's not about Jamie and I for a change. It's about you guys. It's all about our listeners, our auditors, the people who have been supporting us for a long time by listening, and we really appreciate that. So we're going to learn all about you guys this week. I think we're meeting a total of six, eight, maybe eight auditor or listeners this week. So we're very excited about that. But in the meantime, we still have daily winnings to do. That doesn't go away. Whoa. very loud. Okay. <laughs> Woo! Blast my eardrums out.
2: Yeah right? Happy Happy birthday. Birthday.
0: One auditor birthday, Brenny, or Brenda Honeycutt. It's her birthday today. Thank you. Or thank you. Happy birthday to Brenda. Thank you for listening. Also, Tammy, an auditor on our auditor page, congrats on your new beautiful farm. I don't know if you saw the pictures, but uh, it is a beautiful farm. And congratulations on that. It's always very exciting. Ask Jamie. She's living in her new house. So...
2: And I'm still working from my old one, so I really appreciate the new one. Yeah, she's commuting
0: to work for the first yeah. time ever. <laughs>
2: Oh, I still love that daily Winnie. Hey, I just wanted to do a couple, uh, I'm going to cram a bunch of daily Winnies together. Um, first of all, I had a horse in training last week named Economic Impact, and I had a training a horse in training last fall named Annie Are You Okay, all one word, and they were just adopted from Horse and Hound Rescue, so yay, from the same person got both. Um, I also wanted to give a daily Winnie out to this group of children that came up. And donated a whole ton of stuff to Horse and Hound Rescue. They brought horse food and dog food. They came up from Lawton and a bunch of awesome kids there. And I took a horse in training this past week. And his name is Make a Liquor Run. How great is, is he that? From,
0: like the mountains of Appalachia?
2: Uh, he, I don't know where he's from, Glenn, but you can Google, you can equibase him. His name is Make a Liquor Run, and he came to me this like little bundle of nerves. Like he's just very Did he come skittish. In the trunk
0: of a 1950s hot rod.
2: <laughs> he's like, <laughs> oh yeah, we we call him Prohibition. I'm yeah.
0: <laughs> Please tell me you call him Prohibition.
2: I just call him liquor. You know, he's not, (laughs) he's not mine to rename. He's just here for training, but Oh my God, I love him so much. I got to give him his first ride yesterday. And I really thought, Oh, I'm in for it with this guy. This is going to be a tough one because he was so flighty and he's kind of like 15, two and he's very quarter horsey and he's very quick and he's very reactive. And so I've done all of the, the steps that, you know, a certified Monty Roberts instructor should do on one of these horses and I got on him yesterday and he was freaking perfect. And I'm just so excited that that happened. And I'm so excited that that worked. And and I'm just, I am I was I was on cloud nine yesterday because of how wonderful this first ride went when I really thought I was going to hit, I was going to eat. So I'm like, mm, this is, I'm going to eat dirt with this one. Uh, i mean the day isn't time's not over it still could happen but yesterday was awesome so anyway i just wanted to sh- shout out to make a liquor run and i knew you'd have fun with the I name i love that name <laughs> that's the best name you've had yet oh by far <laughs> by far <laughs> that's a
0: economic impact is like too serious i like make a liquor run and can you imagine run. larry comas saying that name down the stretch
2: I, everybody's been giving suggestions and names are like, you got to call him Jack. You got to call him Jim. You got to call him. You didn't
0: find a D- race Jose. with him in, did you?
2: No, he never raced. Oh,
0: that's too bad. We could play that race. That'd be fun. I
2: <laughs> know. Uh, well, that's what the thing is he's four years old. He, he, I guess he fractured a sesmoid yeah, well, and st- stood in a stall for a year. So, and now he's back. So grumpy. <laughs> he probably hasn't been ridden and, you know, he's four years old since he was a yearling. And so because he never actually went into Is trainings.
0: That's all good.
2: Yeah, yeah, totally sound. He's all healed and all healthy. But because of that, he's basically unstarted. If he ever had a rider on, it was when he was a yearling. So this was like a real honest to God restart. You like from the ground up, first rider kind of situation. And that's why I was so pleased because I thought I was toast. I'm like, this isn't gonna get me. He's gonna get me. Nope. He was perfect. Oh well, good. Yay. Yay. All right, before we get to our
0: first listener for Listener Appreciation Week, uh, I wanted to mention we have no Facebook Live at 5 tonight, as uh, we have the Auditor Monthly Facebook Live. And if you're an auditor, uh, we'll be joining you in the auditor room about 8 o'clock Eastern time. This is the monthly kind of status of HRN that we do for the auditors. I can kind of consider them part owners of the company. And uh, I think Wendy, Reese, and Philip are going to join. Jamie has to run a horse. uh, She can join us next month. Uh, but uh,
2: Wendy, I, I would rather be with you guys than where I'm going to be training an 18-hand horse to load. Who is probably a, a, in a 16-hand horse trailer? No, it's a big trailer. Okay. I already went once. It's huge. But the problem is, if you are a professional horse owner and you're calling me to load your horse, oh. you've done it all. Yeah, that horse has been tried through everything. everything. Yeah, I, had, I was supposed to go back Saturday for the second time, and I'm like, I can't move my arms. I can't make a fist, because <laughs> this horse has just been leaning on me. So anyway, I took it 18 tonight. hands,
0: like draft horse size.
2: 18 hand warm blood. She's a Hanoverian, I think, and um That's has a been draft a broodmare I mean, for years. Let's and Yeah, it. it's a draft.
0: <laughs> Let's face it. 18 hands, a draft horse. She you is ginormous. Is under 14, too. Well, anything over 18 is a draft horse.
2: Yeah, Exactly. That's what I'm going
0: with. Hey, you want to call our first listener? Let's do it. We're going to Wisconsin. And we're going to talk to Rachel from Wisconsin. She runs a a farm called Double Shot Equestrian. And she's a self-employed horse trainer and a professor at the University of Wisconsin, River Falls. It's always what we have said. We have the... uh... Good morning. Hi, Rachel. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? Good. Hey,
2: Rachel, you're live on the radio, just so you <laughs> <Cool>. know.
0: <laughs> Thank you for joining us. You're our first listener on Listener Appreciation Week. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Yes, you're you're our test run. We're going to see how it goes oh, with boy. you. So
2: don't screw it up. <laughs> okay, <laughs> then, no pressure. <laughs> and then if it doesn't
0: work, we'll just cancel everybody else, okay? Uh, Perfect. So, yeah, all, right, good. <laughs> all right, first question I have to ask you is Double Shot Equestrian. Does that relate to alcohol?
3: Well, it depends. You know, do you need the caffeine or do you need the sedative? <laughs> like, where leader. are you at? Are you in the start box?
2: <laughs> Ooh, I've got a horse for you. His name is Make a Liquor Run. <laughs> oh, Ooh, sweet. <laughs> that is perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> so you're an adventurer. It started Ranger? with coffee. Um. Yeah, I am an adventure.
3: Um, I also do hunter-jumpers. Um, I teach, well, coach the hunt seat team at the University of Wisconsin, River Falls. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And you know, it's our we do dressage too because we're eventers, but we try not to only do dressage.
2: It's like you just it's a necessary evil as far yes. as venting goes. I mean, it's how you get all the points.
3: If you call it flat work, it's more palatable, right?
2: That's true. Good point. <laughs> I'm in a flat today. Perfect. <laughs> so did your season get
0: cut short, your uh your your uh season for the uh University of Wisconsin, did it get cut short this year?
3: Yes, it was so sad. I had five girls qualify for zones, um, so we were supposed to go to Texas, down to Amarillo, and we weren't able to do that. And so then we weren't able to go on to nationals, which was supposed to be this last weekend in New York. So right in their postseason, right as they all qualified, everything got cut. Everything uh, got canceled. That was
0: a, that had been a trip from Wisconsin to Texas and then back to New York. That's a that's a oh. heck of a trip. <laughs>
3: yeah and we've been both places and it's super fun now the nice part is you don't bring your
0: own horses right you use their horses
3: no exactly yep they catch ride, so it's it's really cool and by the time you get to nationals, there's some pretty cool horses they get to ride well maybe top level hunters
0: maybe next year i'm I'm, I'm, hopefully i'm hopefully thinking next year so how long you've been (laughs) self-employed doing the horse training thing
3: oh my gosh probably 16 17 years Longer than I want to admit.
0: Wow. (laughs) Yeah, quite some time. And eventing all the way or or all all along, or was that something you started after Hunters?
3: Um, I actually started eventing first, but my clients, like I have a big group with Icelandic horses that I teach. Um, I have some clients that just do Western trail riding. I have some that show. I have some that event, some that do more just local shows. So it kind of runs the gamut, really.
2: Rachel, do you have a horse of your own? (laughs) I have too many. Okay. Um, Gotcha. Yeah. I have two
3: project fails that I own now. um, (laughs) never, well, one of them I sold twice and he came back twice. And so I guess he's stuck with me now or I'm stuck with him. Um, And then I have, I do a lot of off track thoroughbreds. So one of them, he came, I fell in love with him. He'll never leave. He does lessons for me now. Um, but then I have two off tracks that are projects this year that will be for sale. What
2: track do you you guys farm from in Wisconsin? Well,
3: we do have Canterbury Racetrack in Minnesota. Okay, but the two and that's where my my long term guy Vinny, the one I will own forever, he came from there. Um, the two new ones this year came from Kentucky. They came from Amy Paulus with the Paulus Performance oh, Horses. Oh, gotcha. Or, so I got those two from her, and they're really cool, nice horses.
2: Yeah, she's she's known for ha- for having a pretty good eye on them, so that's pretty cool. Um, well, yeah, awesome. Oh, go can,
0: ahead. I, can I ask about the Icelandics? You work with Icelandics. How, yeah. how, is is that fun? I mean, wh-
3: oh, it's super fun, especially like you know, I'm in Wisconsin, so this time of year we actually get to go outside and like tolt them down the road and tolt them on the trails, and like I said, I don't know that I want to own one because I really like the jumping and I really like eventing, but they are. They're like little sports cars.
2: <laughs> Have you ever ridden one, Jamie? An Icelandic? No. Yeah. That is one. Oh, you should. S- <laughs> All right. Well, as soon as this is over, I'm on my way. Let's go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um, do you, you've, you've been a listener for a long time, too, haven't you?
3: I know. Um, I started listening to the eventing radio show, and I don't remember like where I heard of it. Um that was my gateway drug and now I listen to everything.
0: <laughs> I know I've seen your name around for many, many, many years. You've you've popped in and yep. out for many years, and I know you're an auditor also, right?
3: Yeah. I, I got in at that ten dollar I get a coffee mug level.
0: <laughs> did you ever get your Ooh. coffee Ooh, mug double, or did I double pick shot it
3: equestrian?
0: Send? Did I ever <laughs> did I remember to send it? Uh, We'll check yes oh good i good. use it all the time oh good good mine's actually my mine the the lettering is wearing off so i gotta get a. New oh my one. gosh <laughs> i guess i've overused well, my copy.
2: let's back. do the rapid fire because i'm super excited to see what rachel's answers are to some of these rapid <laughs> fire questions
0: okay <laughs> let's uh start with rachel this we have some rapid fire questions for you so okay uh, you can give us rapid-fire answers, and then Jamie will jump in and make them not rapid-fire. Uh, I would never. <laughs> favorite food from Wisconsin, cheese.
3: Oh, it actually, has yes. fettuccine Alfredo.
2: Oh, there you go. It's my
3: favorite. <laughs> yep, homemade, homemade Alfredo sauce, lots of cheese.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely on my way.
0: I'll go with that. Yeah. We'll all eat that. Look, we agree <laughs> on the food. There you go. Uh, least favorite food.
3: That would be mushrooms. Oh. I don't eat fungus.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm no. with you.
2: Sorry, Jamie. <laughs> oh, no, I hate mushrooms. Mushrooms yeah. and oh, really? We of all agree
0: on both of those. <laughs> <on the head. laughs> What's your biggest equestrian pet peeve?
3: I think, in general, it's just sloppiness. You know, and the more I got into the hunters, like, if you show up and your jacket's flapping and your saddle pad doesn't fit and just not being, like, precise or tidy or... Paying attention to detail, I think, is my biggest pet peeve.
2: Maybe I won't come. She'll hate me. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll just whip you into shape.
0: (laughs) So how do you go from hunters to eventing where they really don't care?
3: You know, well, the the top-notch eventers do care. I mean, they've turned out really nicely. Look at the trot, the the jog, you know, when they do the trot up. Man, that's a level I can't get to.
0: (laughs) Please tell me you wear colors on cross-country, though.
3: I used to. I used to wear pink for breast cancer because my mom had breast cancer, but I'm like older now and I just use black and white because I'm boring.
2: (laughs) Do you know why, though? (laughs) Let me tell you why you use black and white and you're older now. It's because you just don't have time. You know, I mean, everything matches. And when I was younger, I would do, like, the electric tape blue stripes around my boots yes. and, like, get all fancy. And now I'm like, oh, my God, what sh- do I have a clean shirt to wear across country? <laughs> right. Let's just do that. And and the white things can go in with the OxiClean and they come out white again. Fantastic. Yeah, it's fine. Just
3: That's do it. It's easy.
0: <laughs> Favorite professional equestrian?
3: God, this is so hard. I mean, there's so many. I like... Across the board, but a lot of the women like BZ Madden, Laura Kraut, uh, who doesn't like Mark Todd, Philip Dutton, David O'Connor, and I've met a lot of those people, and they're just as nice in person as they are, you know, like they're willing to share. They're willing to – have you seen the Madden Method YouTube videos that have been going around?
0: I have not. I, Jamie, I've heard you should about watch them.
3: Madden BZ Madden, Madden teaches a lesson. Yeah, Ooh, it's, I think it's John Madden sales. You can watch BZ teach. You'll be on the
2: floor swooning. That's awesome. I'll check that out.
3: There's there's just so much about all of them that, you know, they all have so much to teach us. They all have so much we can watch and learn. They're great horsemen and horsewomen. They're great riders.
2: Well, you've stolen everybody else's answers now since you named all of them. I know, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) If
0: money were no object and COVID is over, where would you go on your first trip?
3: So you know where I would go is Texas because – The place we were supposed to go for IHSA zones, I've been to before, and I was so looking forward to it.
0: What is it? Where were you going to go?
3: So it's a little town called Canyon. It's just by Amarillo, Um, and it's the Palo, Palo Duro Canyon. It's the second largest canyon in the U.S., so it looks like a mini Grand Canyon with the red dirt and the rocks, and you can go trail riding in there. It's beautiful.
0: We had somebody on the show once that actually did trail rides into there. Uh, I I remember discussing that. Yeah, yeah. It's gorgeous. What's the most terrifying thing you've ever done, and would you do it again, horsey or not?
3: I think that was, it's it's kind of a toss-up. So when I was in college, after my freshman year, I went and worked at Spruce Meadows for Laura Kraut students. You know, so I was 18, and I took off kind of my first time with someone I didn't know for the whole summer (laughs) to work as a groom. And that, I think, maybe was more terrifying for my mom but also scary for me.
0: <laughs> so I assume you'd do it again then, if you had to? Yes. Yeah, okay.
3: Oh, yeah. That was a great time. Hard work, but a really good time.
0: All right. Two more important questions. If you could just have one superpower, what would it be?
3: I'd want to fly. Yeah. For I'm, sure.
0: I'm with you on that one. Because uh, look yep. how fast you could get everywhere. <laughs>
3: It'd just be, It'd so just be nice. cool to be, you know, go way up high and be able to look at everything.
0: Speaking of flying, if every if you want to uh, go to the Horses of the Morning Facebook page, everybody today, and take a look, there was uh, somebody recently that flew black like last week that flew over the New World Equestrian Center in a plane and took a bunch of pictures from the air, and oh, it will cool. give you an appreciation for how freaking big and Disneylandish this is going to be. So. <laughs> Check it out. Go to the Horses in the Morning Facebook page and take a look at it. It's been shared a bunch of times already. It is incredible. Uh, take a look at that. And then, one, the most important question of the day, of the week, is what is your favorite thing about Horses in the Morning?
3: I like I like everything about it. I Sometimes I listen to you guys, just, you know, the entertainment, the lighter stuff. Sometimes I dig into the ones where they're talking about sports psychology and coaching and training, so it depends on my mood, but I like that no matter what, I'm getting information or I'm getting horse talk and you know, I'm not just getting the same songs over and over. And I drive a lot to my clients. So I listen to you guys all the time.
0: Yay. Aww. Good answer. We like that <laughs> I answer. love it. We oh, love yeah. I tell, I'm like the
3: podcast queen. Everybody knows in my lessons I say, I just listened to this podcast.
0: Uh-huh. And they'll go, yeah,
3: surprise, surprise.
0: Well, I'm glad you're promoting for us. We appreciate that, too. I try.
3: <laughs> I love it. So There's a lot of good topics for my students, too.
0: So give a plug for your business.
3: double chat Equestrian. Like we pretty much do everything. I have a roping student right now. Oh, really? He <laughs> <laughs> needs to learn how to canter or lope and steer at the same time. So, ta-da.
0: And what part of we, Wisconsin are you in? So if somebody's in the area and wants to contact you, where are you at?
3: I'm not too far from the Twin Cities in Minnesota. So I'm in Ellsworth, Wisconsin, but it's by... Hudson, Wisconsin, and by Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. We're maybe 45 minutes outside of St. Paul.
0: And it's so, double sh- kind of in that area. DoubleshotEquestrian.com is the website, and you are taking new clients at this point? Oh, for sure. Always. Cool. I mean, when you're allowed to. I don't know if you're allowed to in Wisconsin. I don't know what the story. Is, I just
3: but... keep them 10 feet away with a lunge whip. <laughs> you <They're> stay there. <laughs>
0: Rachel, thank you so much, one, for listening and being part of our family for so long. We really appreciate that, and uh, have fun up there in Wisconsin.
3: Absolutely. Thank you, guys.
2: Bye, Rachel. Bye, girl. See ya. Bye.
0: We, we have such a diverse, as you guys are going to hear this week, I mean, Jamie and I have experienced it over the last 10 years, but if you're a new listener, we have a very diverse listener group to this show, especially to sure. this show. Um, you know, some of the other shows that are specialty shows, that it, it's a little more homogenous. But does that mean, did I get that right?
2: Yeah, you did great. Okay. Good look <laughs>
0: at you. <laughs> I was going, homogenous mean one thing or mean a lot of things? And I was going, no, we use one thing. So, yeah, I mean, it, uh, it, it is really cool to see what a diverse group we have, English and Western and every a little bit of everybody to this show, which is what we wanted when we talked about it 10 years ago before we started it. So I think we've we've achieved that goal. And one of the great things we have are sponsors, and Jamie's going to tell you about one of those right now.
2: Yeah, excuse me. uh, The elm trees are, I mean, the... Oak trees are blooming here and they're just killing oh, me. Yeah.
0: We're both <clears throat> dying today. so
2: <laughs> We are all a little stressed out right now and our horses can get stressed out too. Every horse experiences stress caused by things like exercise, environmental conditions like the weather or their everyday surroundings. Travel causes horse stress. Just like with humans, and even simple diet changes and all of these variables contribute to the stress levels of your horse. This might also come as a surprise. You can help reduce the negative impacts of stress by feeding your horse chromium every day. By lowering the levels of the stress hormone cortisol and optimizing energy use, feeding chromium results in improved body upkeep, health, performance, and overall well-being. But this part is important. Don't just feed any chromium. Feed your horse the only FDA-reviewed source of chromium on the market today. It's called ChemTrace Chromium from Chemin. Ask for it by name and stress less. Learn more about ChemTrace Chromium at Kemen.com slash ChromiumEQ. Boom! Um, mic drop. I didn't mispronounce one word. You didn't? Look that was you. terrific. Good job. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, then you're doing so well. You can uh, introduce the next guest while I call her.
2: Well, let's get Tiana on.
0: Tiana's from Massachusetts.
2: Hmm. Let's see. Well, good morning. Hi, Tiana. How are you? I'm doing well, Jamie. How are you? Great. Thank you so much for joining us on Listener Appreciation Week. And I want to especially appreciate you because I do believe that you're a Mustang owner.
4: Yes, yeah, so I ride one of my trainer's horses, which happens to be a little Mustang mare, who's a spitfire,
2: but she is a whole lot different than Sue. She is so well-behaved. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I d- it's not a challenge, then. <laughs> you win. Yes. Um, Riding s- a little bit. touch? Because- Sorry, we have a little bit of a it's delay, so we're going to no try to worries. make this happened. So you're in Easton, Massachusetts. <laughs> what do you do with the horses?
4: So I have been riding most of my life. I started in the dreaded dressage, um, but I give a lot of credit to that since it gave me such good balance and everything I needed for, you know, the basic horsemanship and riding. And then I went, um, did that for about... Three years and picked
0: up show jumping and wow. Oh, uh, Tiana, about two years. Tiana, uh, hold on one second. We're going to try to yeah. call you back because we have a terrible connection. We keep losing you. So, let me try giving you a call back right now. Okay.
2: Sure.
0: Yeah, that one wasn't good. Uh, Yeah, I was
2: delayed and and kind of metallic. And there was
0: somebody else coming into the conversation there. Yeah, I
2: did hear some guy. Yeah, some
0: guy was. uh, And we've had having this problem with Skype over the last couple of weeks. It's a Skype issue. So uh, I don't know who he was. Actually, the other day, it was so bad. Jennifer actually was able to have a conversation with the other person.
2: No way. Yes.
0: (laughs) I don't know what that was about
4: that better, Glenn?
0: Let's hope. <laughs> Are you talking directly into the phone, not on the speaker?
4: I, I have my headphones on. Do you want me to take them off?
0: Yeah, let's try that and see if that helps or not. Okay. Hey, hold on, everybody. Whoa. Oh. Nope. Wow. That's really bad.
2: What is happening? I feel like it's like yeah portiana is like possessed (laughs) if you can hear us put your headphones back on yeah
0: Uh, i hung up on her because that wasn't working all right let's try this again
2: oh i need to talk to her i know
0: sorry about this everybody but this is what happens when you do a live show I wonder what, where that is in Massachusetts, because as you know, I've lived there twice.
2: Easton, Massachusetts. I've never been I've been to Easton, Maryland.
0: Maybe she's just in a bad Hello. City. Hi, let's, let's try this again. <laughs>
4: all right. If if it doesn't work, I can certainly call on my, my landline. Um I I know I usually use my cell phone more often than
2: not, but it must just be where I am. Whatever oh, you're
0: doing, stand good. still. Don't move. Don't
2: move. Okay. <laughs> <Hey>, I won't. <laughs> Okay, back to you. First of all, where is Easton, Massachusetts? So it is um about 20 minutes south
4: of Boston. Okay. okay.
0: So we lived in Plymouth. You're not too far from there then.
4: What was that, Glenn?
0: We lived in Plymouth. You're not too far from there.
4: No, actually, so my barn is in Middleborough, so we're actually pretty close to, to
2: Plymouth. Yeah, you're not really that far wow. uh, from from me from there. Cool. I am so unfamiliar with Massachusetts and uh, it looks like that Plymouth would have been a beautiful place. And then it looks like where you are, has to be amazing. There's, I just Google mapped it. There's state parks and all is, are there a lot of horses around the area? Yeah. So actually my first barn was three minutes from my driveway.
4: Um, and then there's one about 30 seconds down the road from there. Mm. Um, and that's just in the next town over. And then there's a few in my town too. So there's a lot.
2: Wow, that's cool. So, what type of riding do you do? What, sorry, what was that? What type of riding do you do? Uh, so, with the Mustang, I'm a
4: show jumper with her. So, I, like I said before, I was doing dressage before and then picked up show jumping. Um, and then, actually, during college years, I had ended up switching over to the hunter world, which was really not my cup of tea. I'm not very keen on being pretty and perfect up in the saddle (laughs) um, (laughs) and being judged on it. So I do like um, the fast pace, those tight turns of a show jumper. So that's what I've always loved. Um, I did it five years before switching to the hunters and haven't changed my
2: mind since I switched back. Cool. That's nice. Yeah. It's nice to find what you like and to be able to like really dig in and learn the whole sport, and learn everything that that's that's going on, and and get better and better at your craft. That's cool. So you don't own a horse now?
4: I don't know. So I I technically lease um, my one of my trainer's horses. Uh, she's the Mustang, and so I ride her twice a week uh, when I can. Right now, our barns have been shut down for about two months, so it's it's been a little rough uh, not being able to go and ride and be. You know where a lot of people like us go to our safe haven, to our place to get away from the world. So it's a little tough right now, not having that option. But um, I definitely love spending the day there twice a week, just being there, riding, helping out, doing whatever, just to be there.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. I have to say, I wanted to thank you too. I'm not going to say where you work because I know that's probably in some cases it's not allowed. But I want you do work uh, at a supermarket, right? I do. I wanted to thank I you do. for so what I you're actually, doing, too. Everybody's thanking the nurses and doctors, but you guys are out there, you know, in the front lines as well. And I'm sure it's been interesting customer service over the last two months at supermarkets.
4: It it has. So I actually, the last three weeks, I've been home, um, taking a very much needed mental break. As you can imagine, for us working, it's very hard mentally just being in that situation. Um there's a lot of, I know, you know, our, our store across the board, especially in Massachusetts, have decreased the amount of customers coming in at one time. So it's not, it, ha- it wasn't busy. But, you know, for, for a lot of us, you know, seeing people in masks and having now us being required to wear masks and just everything going on for a lot, for me, as well as a lot of my coworkers, it's been really hard mentally for us. Um, so we try to, you know, pull together and do the best we can. But for me, that was just taking some time off from work and just kind of taking the backseat and, and mentally getting better. Okay, um, I've done, been doing a lot of yoga.
0: <laughs> did you? Did, were they good about it, about you doing that?
4: Oh, yeah. They're super supportive. So whatever any of us need, they'll definitely help us out. And if it's a break, it's, they were super supportive and they're like, take the time you need. Wow
0: that's good. I'm glad to hear that. that. That's reassuring.
4: Yeah, it definitely was, uh, concerning, um, having to take, you know, started with a week off and then was like, Hey, I need more time. But they were like, you need, you know, if, if more time, if I'm, if whatever you need, you take care of yourself, you know, whatever that looks like, whether it's time off or, um, decreasing amount of hours a week, whatever it is. And so I'm, I'm really glad to work in a, a job that is super supportive for the people who work for them in this time,
0: especially. Yeah, absolutely. That's I'm, I'm really impressed. That was, that made my day to hear that. I, you know, I had to take a week off of Jamie a couple of weeks ago because I just got tired of it. So (laughs) he
4: did. I I, I was like, (laughs) like, why? A little death (laughs) in the family had something
0: to do with that too. But uh, so are you married? Have kids? What?
4: Uh, no, but I do have a loving boyfriend who is very supportive of he's everything. He's very handsome. Um, like, he's,
5: he's, he's a big he's dude. A
0: he's a big, strong dude. <laughs>
4: yeah, he's he. Uh, yeah, I I use that ability when I can. Um, <laughs> he has come to the work show, Jamie. So I'm trying on that end.
2: Um, but he's he hot support me. In- <laughs> Let me just throw that out. I there. know. <laughs>
4: I know. I roped in a good one this time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know that's how she well, said this time. Drink. The other times no. weren't so good.
2: <laughs> Glenn, you got to no, a no. lot of frogs to find your prince, my friend. <laughs> y-
4: yes,
0: and I definitely
4: found my prince with this one. How's so. he feel
0: about the whole horse thing? What's his uh, story?
4: Um, so when we first started dating, he, I stopped, actually took time off of riding uh, for seven months. Were you and... trying to trick
0: him? What were you doing?
4: No. So for me being in the hunter world, a lot of pressure with my old trainer really came down on me to kind of be, you know, that person that, you know, everyone else looked up to. They were all on new horses. I was on the same horse and, you know, I give her props. I learned a lot from her, but the pressure to be perfect when I wasn't doing, you know, missing fences or distances and stuff like that. Like, you know, we all go through tough times, um, in our riding, that's how we grow. But it was too much for me. So I took time off and just happened to be when I met him. So coming back, starting back riding, uh, last spring, he was a little, uh, iffy about it. Cause I was <laughs> spending a lot more of my, what was my free time at the barn, <laughs> um, and not with him as much anymore, but he is suppo- very supportive of allowing me to do what I love and do what I want to do as a potential career in writing and, and supporting me any way he
2: can, which I'm
4: super grateful for for him.
2: Good, because otherwise I'll suck that comment about him being hot back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's going anywhere too soon so i mean that's so pretty clever though you're like, yeah, you like you him in a little bit you're like hey this is me i'm normal and then you're like boom you're already in love with me i'm so not normal <laughs> <laughs> no
4: yeah kind of um, i mean he knew i did horses he knew i was taking a break but i don't think he
0: understood oh no none of us understand we don't understand anything. we don't get it it doesn't make any you sense to so- anybody except you horsewomen it makes sense exactly. to me. Exactly.
4: You guys don't understand. Our horses always come first. Yeah. Well, we no,
0: we don't. <laughs> we have to learn that the very hard way. And then yeah, and then see. half of us stick around, the other half don't. <laughs> and then yeah, and I then see. half of those get divorced in three years. So I mean,
2: again, just, gotta kiss a lot of frogs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: said <Yep>. that. <laughs> All right, let's do these rapid fire questions. I'm going to fire some questions away at you, and we're going to see. Down how you respond. Now, Glenn, did you tell them what these questions were ahead of time? Yeah, I
0: did warn them. So it's unacceptable.
2: Answers. Unacceptable. <laughs> okay.
4: Here's I the. Think, I didn't think about them. If that makes you feel any better. Well, okay. Yeah.
2: I, I want like, I want like raw answers. <laughs> all right. What is your, they're easy. What's your favorite food? Mac and cheese. got to go with a good old classic. I'll see. Now
0: we all can agree on that too. I'm
2: hungry. I'm <laughs> I know. Just... And you know what <laughs> I'm realizing right is see. I want some pasta. All right. What is yes. your least Least favorite food? I I cannot stand kale. I, as a as a fellow vegetarian, I just cannot stand kale. God, it's it took me a while, and I realized you can't eat the stems in the middle. Just pick the leaves off the side, and then cook it in like I don't know it vegan still tastes butter. Tastes kaley. Yeah, kale's yeah. tough.
0: No, yeah. yeah, I'll stick with the spinach. Do you yeah. think people that eat kale just force themselves to because like it's supposed to be good for you?
2: So I, I joined one of those meal clubs where they, like, send you vegetarian meal or vegan meals to, like, cook um, and vegetarian. And everything had meals. kale. And everything had <laughs> kale. And I was like, I cannot eat another bowl of kale stew. <laughs> like, with, this one has beans. This one has tomatoes. This one has, I don't know. I can't eat it again. So I had to quit the thing because I get you. Kale is <laughs> not my yeah. favorite. And if you say you like kale, you lying. All right. <laughs> All right, carrying on. I'm glad to know you're also a vegetarian because mm, yeah. I didn't know it's good to know my who your people are. All right. What is your biggest equestrian pet peeve?
4: Horsemanship. You have to have good horsemanship. I've seen so many people in my years, you know, do not so good horsemanship things, and that's just you, you got to start from the ground, and you got to have a good
2: foundation. I just saw something online that really shocked me in the realm of horsemanship, and it was um, a guy whose horse pulled back on the cross ties, and the cross ties came undone and hit his horse in the eyeball and ruptured the eyeball, and do you know what kind of cross ties he used? Bungee cords. Yeah, like, I saw that too. I cringed. Oh, my! like, bungee cords? Like, you're an Olympian. Like, oh... Not bungee That was cords. my reaction too. I feel that reaction right now, Jamie. Really? Okay, good. Because I was like, I, they were like, "You should never use bungee cords." I'm like, "Why wouldn't you know that? You should know that." Oh, sorry. Anyway, that was a <laughs> horsemanship equestrian pet peeve of mine. There you go. Sorry, Glenn. I do Bogart all of the time. Oh, I had to hide that
0: picture about twelve times.
2: Oh my gosh! Why? Oh, bungee cord. No. Okay. Um, who's your favorite professional equestrian? Oh, there are so many
4: out there. Um, McLean Ward in the top, you know, Jessica Springsteen, uh, Danny Waldman. There's just, there's so many. And just to name those few, there's, there's, there's just too many to name. There's too many that I look up to, that I watch, that I keep up with. That It's just, there's just too many.
2: Social media has made it so much easier to follow your favorite people. You know, I just, I, I love it. Yeah. I before it.
0: you'd have to wait for an article to come out in a magazine. I mean,
2: oh my God. Yeah. You have to, a horse illustrated has a story on McLean. Like, yeah. you know, like here yeah. you go. All right. If horse, money, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, or even just waiting around till
4: the, uh, a big show that came, you know, in your area. Like we have Fieldstone show park, which typically in May, June and, and, August, there's, um, big shows and, and a lot of the big show jumpers come into the area. So, you know, if there's no article or anything, you just got to wait till they come and hope
2: and pray that they're at that show that you can watch them too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if money were no object and COVID is over, where would you go on your first trip? Money's no object. Somewhere in the tropics, just to lay on a beach to get away
4: and have a vacation on top of this vacation. Nice. Uh, I know
2: it's. I'm really sad for you that you're vacationing and you need a vacation. <laughs> Sucks. I
4: know. I need a vacation from this vacation. Uh, no, <laughs>
0: in the next three years is going to do a staycation. You know how staycations were the popular thing for a while. Nobody is going to do a staycation the next. Oh, three years.
2: please say mm-hmm. that because the airlines. I really need my husband to have a job. Yeah, Thanks. exactly. Oh,
4: <laughs> <Well, laughs> Jamie, I know that we'll probably go back down to Disney. We were just there in in January, so
2: I know we'll be flying. So at least that gives you hope. All right, there'll be one person flying down to Disney World. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he flew a plane the other day, and there was 10 people on it. 10 uh, on the whole plane. And then he flew a plane from Phoenix to Los Angeles with a 100 and something people on it. And he was like, what gives? Why is this plane so full? And he was like, they were doing a $17 special. Well, that didn't pay for the fuel. (laughs) I'm like, okay. All right. Wear your mask. Um, (laughs) What is the most terrifying thing you've ever done, and would you do it again, horsey or not?
4: It's probably going to be pretty lame, but when I went to my first big show, it was at Fieldstone Show Park. And, I mean, it was a big deal. You know, I used to just do local little shows or the local rated shows, but to be at such a huge venue with, you know, big names that had been there the week before and who was still there for Grand Prix, you know, that kind of racked my nerves a little bit, but I have since gone back and done it again. And I would go to any big venue if money wasn't an, an issue and compete
2: like it was no problem. Dang, I feel you. Cause I mean, going to the thoroughbred makeover and like doing a freestyle and Glenn is sitting up in the stands and all I was thinking was like, I hate you. <laughs> I, of all the people here, I hate you for making me do this nonsense. <laughs> and you, cannot... did you were See? awesome. Yeah. yeah. It worked out. Woo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> would you do it again? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was terrifying. And no, I wouldn't do it again. Um, if I, you could have one. Hey, look, super... I made Leslie
0: Wiley go on a thousand mile race in Mongolia. So you got off easy.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, you tried to get me to do that too. Um, <laughs> you almost did his... <laughs> too. <laughs> I signed up for it, the Mongolian. They're like, "Why are you signing up?" And my answer, legit, was, "I don't know. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I, w- I don't know why." Okay, so uh, Tiana, you've been listening for a
0: long time, right?
4: Uh, I've been listening since probably September, and actually went back and listened to all the previous episodes I could. Of
0: well, listen, you know episodes. then that she would have brought that up if I had said if she had actually gone to Mongolia. She would have brought that up every day for the rest of my life.
2: No, I wouldn't. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. I would have died. I would be dead. No, you wouldn't have. And, and you, I would have starved to death. I would have been drink, eating grass from like the horses. What would you eat, vegetarian friend, in Mongolia? I'm not going to just like all of a yeah, sudden that's... eat a goat. Well, okay? mare's
0: milk. I mean, yeah. there is that. So Anyway, we have okay. to wrap up. So.
2: All right, well, what's your favorite thing about horses in the morning? I can't,
4: do I have to pick just one? Yeah,
2: you have to pick one. No. There's, there's, there's so many. The, the laughter, the,
4: the bickering between you two that <laughs> just makes my day sometimes. People <laughs> like our
0: bickering. Look uh, at that.
4: Just everything, you know, every everything about you guys and all the other hosts that I listen to. Just everything. Every, every host you bring on the show, every type of show talk that you have whether it's educational or just a good laugh just everything every inch of
2: horses in the morning thank you Tiana, if you, you think
0: about it jamie and i have been together more longer than most married couples
2: <laughs> you're my second it longest shows, relationship and it shows
0: <laughs> it shows <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that's the line of the so day well, right, had there. Had right there <laughs> oh my god it shows You've been together too long as shows. Okay. But it's You're a sold. good thing. Uh-huh. Oh, it's a good thing. Uh-huh. It <laughs> is a good thing. So keep bringing us more shows because I'd be really sad if there was no more horses in the morning. Uh, well, well, you know what? It's my therapy, so I'll keep doing it. Otherwise, I'd have nobody to talk to. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure why I
0: do it, but it's her therapy, so I hang around. Uh
2: all right, Deanna, oh, thank perfect. you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you it. You're
0: welcome. Thanks for listening. Thank you for
2: having me on.
0: <laughs> all right. We have one more listener to talk to today. And she is out of New Windsor, New York. Which sounds like a cool place, literally and figuratively.
2: I don't I'm learning all about the, the good old US today.
0: Yeah, you know, Plymouth was if Plymouth hadn't been in Massachusetts, it would have been a fabulous place to live.
2: What's wrong with Massachusetts? Oh, you
0: get taxed on everything. And it's just a oh, rude. money. Yeah, it's just everything about Massachusetts I hated. But Plymouth, I actually kind of like because you're right on the ocean. Uh, by the way, Plymouth Rock is this little rock that sits at the bottom Hello. of the pit. Hi, Leah, how are you? Good,
6: thing. How are you doing?
0: Good. Is it Leah or Leah.
6: It's Leia. No, it's Leah.
0: today <laughs> it has, should be Leia because it is. May the I'll fourth go. be with you.
2: Good point. I'll whatever. I'll I'll answer to both. Okay. Good. <laughs> like you will take the most easy names to pronounce and mispronounce them. I was thinking
0: Star Wars today, and I was thinking we could go with that, and we could just have fun with her being Leia for a day.
2: Leah Hahn. It's Leah Horn. One. Jesus. Okay. It, it doesn't go well with horn. No, it doesn't,
0: actually. You're right. So you're out of New York.
6: I am. And actually, you made me realize I didn't update Facebook. We actually moved out of New Windsor about a year ago. Oh, so where are you at now? <gasps> I got a... So we're in Campbell Hall, New York, which is just outside of Goshen, which is about 30 minutes away from my other house. But it's a little bit more. We have more property now. We used to live in a postage stamp in 1,100 square feet. Now we live in 1,200 square feet, but on five and a half acres.
0: Yay, you upgraded like yeah. Jamie did. So now, it's yeah. kind of in the middle of the state, isn't it?
6: It's about two, it depends on where you are in New York, right? We, we call it upstate New York, us downstaters, but uh, if you're from upstate New York, your real one, it's not really upstate. We're about two hours from the city. Okay. So it's not, it's still downstate.
0: Gotcha. Okay. And you're a technology integration specialist. What the hell does that mean?
6: <laughs> well i'm the tech director at a school district so it's a small school district about a thousand kids k-12 um i've been there this is my 19th year i taught there, taught biology for about 15 years 14 years and then switched over so basically it means i support the technology in the district oh i buy God. it I the for, last two months yeah. <laughs> must be a
0: nightmare for you
6: yeah i it, it has become air traffic control it was uh I mean, I, I'm competitive. I dug into it. I, I was very appreciative that I had a job that was essential and important. So um, no complaints, but it was busy. It was really busy. How,
0: how, I got to be careful how I say this. How un-tech did you find most of the teachers to be when they had to start doing this from home?
6: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't know where to start. <laughs> Although I heard you teaching Jamie the other day how to clear your cash, her cash. So... <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god, that's embarrassing! Um, you heard that? <laughs> do you speak to your
0: teachers the way I spoke to Jamie that she hated so much?
2: No, I have to be. I have to be very careful.
6: I take okay. deep breaths. I'm positive. I smile. You know, I have to make them feel supported, obviously, because I don't want them to, uh, they <laughs> to think you're, to that you're things. a
2: dick. Okay.
6: <laughs> yeah, it's bad. I mean, we we've got people who uh you know my computer won't work and you go in there and it's not they unplugged it because they plugged in a fan
5: uh it's,
2: it's a, it's a <laughs> oh my god my refrigerator went out i was like what is wrong with my fridge and he's like you plugged in the heat lamp for the baby chicks and unplugged the fridge
0: and i was like did what you do, did you really do that
2: yeah, yes i did that
0: When i can't make oh that my up god. speaking of baby <laughs> chicks leo do you have baby chicks right
6: I do. It's, it's helping me survive my uh, lack of horse time. It's been, thank God for the chicks and the ducks. I'd lose my mind, I think.
0: I saw your so, Facebook page. Yeah, we, you have a ton I, of them, like a lot of chickens.
6: Well, yeah. I learned very quickly something called chicken mouth. Have you heard that? No. Yes.
2: Chicken mouth is a thing. What's yeah. that mean? Yeah. It means, it means you I say. Started with four, and now I have 10. <laughs> yeah. But you still tell people you have four. You're like, yes. this is four. It's <laughs> 10, but it's the same thing.
0: Well, don't you need a certain—you plan on a certain amount of loss for, you know, critters. So you have to have more,
2: right?
6: Well, this is legitimate. So I did— I (laughs) This is is legitimate. Let's see what (laughs) is
2: legitimate. (laughs) Legitimate
6: problem. (laughs) I've got straight run chicks, which was a problem. I should have gotten sex chicks. Lesson learned. Uh, It was a bad draw. Three of them are roosters. I wound up with one hen. So— my poor husband has spent, you can see all the pictures on Facebook. He spent the last three weeks building this un- beautiful chicken coop. And I was going to have one hen. I, I mean, I can't. One hen in a, in a huge chicken coop. So one I realized. One hen very quickly and all the men. Oh, poor girl. Oh, run. Yeah, it would have been bad. So yes. I very quickly realized I needed to get some more hens. So this time I got pullets, which is all girls, supposedly. I think there's still like a 10% chance they grabbed the wrong one. And uh, so we've got one week old chicks, and the teenagers we call them are out in the coop now, and they're about uh, almost eight weeks.
2: Are you keeping all the ruse?
6: No, I can't. No way, I can't. They're. Um, I mean, I've heard mixed, you know, information. Some people say you can. They're already a little bossy. I mean, they're pushy. Um, they're going to get booted. They're in your face. They they peck at you. They're they're a little grumpy.
2: Oh, that is <laughs> so think, spicy. Yeah.
6: Yeah. They're going to go to freezer camp, I think, unless I can find an owner.
2: <laughs> you could do what I did, which is I posted, um, there's an Oklahoma farm swap meet page and I posted on there, Hey, I got a rooster if anybody wants it. And actually I had, uh, seven roosters cause I did the straight run thing too. I had seven and they're minis they're little bantams. And I mean, there's can't be much meat on those things. So I post on there. Yeah, I'm like, good. Hey, seven roosters come and get them. And somebody came and got all seven of them. And they're like, and I, they're like, do you, do you want it? And I'm like, no, I don't want to know. I don't want to know what you're gonna do. All yes, I know is them. I can't take the crowing; it's the worst. It's funny that you say that because I have two people already
6: asked me if they could take two of the roosters. Now I'm like skeptical that they'll really take them, but maybe I'll maybe I'll luck out.
2: It's weird; people just take your roosters. I don't ask questions. I just say okay. It's like the people who came and took the um the the geese. I'm like, this goose will attack you. They're like, this is great. Our kids are gonna love it. <laughs>
0: So, so now you actually do. You're good stories. Sorry, I'm looking at a picture of you, and it looks like do you do hunters?
6: I do. I've been doing. I've been riding since I was probably six or seven. um My mom got me into the sport. She got me hooked, and we bought a, my first horse, or we bought it together when um I was about ten. An Arabian, which is kind of funny because he was scared of everything, but he was he was awesome. Taught me a lot. Dumped me a lot. um And then I, you know, did hunter jumpers, had off the track thoroughbreds. Um, uh, sold my last horse uh, right after my kids were born. He was an off-the-track thoroughbred who I tried so hard to keep his feet together, and I just could not keep his feet from falling apart. Um, so I had him for about three years. He was seven. And uh, I found someone who needed a, uh, a lawn ornament uh, that they wanted to just love and take care of. And so I get to go visit him. He's just living, living the dream. Um, so it kind of worked out. And then, about two years ago, we uh, after I survived kids, right? Kids and them growing up, and childcare, and all the costs, um, we took the leap and bought our current horse um, about two years ago. Wow! Cool. That's fantastic. Yeah, he's awesome. He's um, a Welsh Cob mix. He's only about fourteen um, three. My mom rides still, which is awesome. She just turned seventy, so she takes lessons on him once a week.
4: Aww. And my daughter.
6: It's awesome my daughter rides she's taller than I'm only five foot so my daughter grew out of him pretty quickly um so I lease her a horse that she um rides so that the two of us can compete together
2: oh awesome. that's fantastic how fun to have your mom and your daughter out there how old's your daughter she's 13 13 and already five feet tall oh my goodness well, we'll that's four. <laughs> oh god. Never mind. She's taller yeah. than me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, how fun to have like such a family affair. That's what horses do. Is they they just bring families together or like the last one they could tear your family apart. It right, doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to do something with your family. Um so we have these rapid fire questions that we uh, that Glenn apparently already sent you. Um and I wanted to r- go over a couple with you. Do you mind? No, absolutely. Okay. And by the way, did you say something about geese? So you have geese, or you have ducks?
6: I was. I have ducks. I was gonna say I love. We loved your whole geese stories. There was. Those were the funniest episodes. And uh, I. I. I have ducks, which are much nicer than geese, <laughs> but they're a mess.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We have. We have two ducks now, and I like them. They go down to the pond, and then they come back at night, and like, hey guys, how was your day? Uh, they're great. But the the goose goose thing, you know, I should. Because it's a, coming up on my Facebook memories, the geese. And they would follow me around. They were so cute. And then like, oh, my God, they were nightmares. They were the worst. So I, I was just going to say maybe steer clear of the geese. Yeah, I, I learned that from you. I will not steer from you. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> lied. People told me get geese and get guinea fowl. And both of those were the worst. I'm sick of yeah. chickens. All right. Uh, Let's
0: ask the questions. Are you ready? You gonna ask? I'm ready. Yeah, I got it. Favorite food. Okay. Sushi. Least favorite food?
6: Don't laugh at this one. A tongue sandwich. Don't ask Ew. why I don't know what that tastes like. Okay, that sounds yeah. like
0: my least favorite a, food too now. I I'll, just changed my <laughs> mind. That sounds awful. Uh, what's your big... I don't want to know. La, 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 la. Uh, what's your biggest equestrian pet peeve?
6: Um, Kind of like the other two ladies that spoke before me. It's horsemanship. But the kids who... They like to... At my barn, they like to walk under the cross ties with their horses. And uh, I can't stand it. It drives me crazy. Horsemanship, safety, um, all of that. Sweeping up after yourself, that needs to come first.
0: All right. Uh, favorite uh, professional equestrian?
6: This was tough, but I went with an oldie
2: here. I'm dating myself. But Greg Best and Jem Twist. Oh, my, my God. <laughs> yeah. Did you have the poster yeah. on your wall too in your room? In your of room. course. Oh, my God. Of
6: course. He signed. I, went to, I was lucky enough to go to Madison Square Garden. Um, what horse? What was it? The National Horse Show, I think, was there, and he signed one of the posters. So I had that up forever.
2: We had him on.
0: I was just going to look. I want to tell everybody when that was because I, we did have him on, and you 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 told him about having his poster.
2: Yeah, because everybody who had horses. I mean, could there yeah. be was a was prettier that the days white when horse the poster?
0: Was a centerfold <laughs> of the magazine.
2: No, this was a real poster. Oh, okay, you could buy it. Your didn't tax they used order.
0: to do that too? One of the magazines.
2: Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Horse Illustrated, um, Horseman, What was it? Horse yeah, Illustrated.
0: Illustrated. Yeah. Okay, so it was um, back in 2016. Uh, so if you wanted to listen to that interview, it's uh, August uh, 19th of 2016. That was when I'm we did the Greg up. Best one. That just go, go to
2: horses ago. in the morning, and you just in that little search thing up top. You just type in Greg Best,
0: and it, it does pop up. Yeah.
2: And and I don't take, i never go back and listen to anything. So I might've been terrible. I don't know. You
0: swooned a little. You did. (laughs) Did I? Oh
2: my God. If
0: money were no object and COVID is over, where would you go on your first trip if you had no money problems?
6: So my initial reaction is to say my horse, believe it or not, because I haven't seen him in six weeks, but I felt very selfish saying that. So a family road trip, we were planning a family road trip uh, out west. And uh, love to be able to do that.
0: Could you fly sure. an American to get there to help Jamie's? To death <laughs> oh, and yeah, then American do the American. <laughs> Book your ticket. <laughs> what is a, what is no problem. What is the most terrifying thing you've done, and would you do it again?
6: So it's funny. The first thing that came to mind is uh, I went to school at Arizona State University, and one of the I, I had uh, you know horse envy. I left my horse back home and got a job as a. Um, at Papa Gold Park. Jamie, I don't know if you're familiar with Papa Gold Park. They have stables in there. Hey, and they you let baby. me take hacks out. Yep. So it was terrifying because they their way of figuring out if this East Coast New Yorker could ride was to throw me on some crazy fucking bronco that I survived, thank God. And then the next day, they had me taking out hacks of, like, 20 people, which I'd never... I, you know, can you imagine? I had no idea what I was doing. So it was frightening.
2: Like, where do I I go? There you go. <laughs> yeah. Here's
0: some yep. horses. Go ride. Yep. Uh, yeah. So right. if you could have just one superhero power, what would it be? Definitely to fly. I would love to fly. I think that's going to be the most popular answer. And what's your favorite thing yeah. about horses in the morning?
6: I love you guys. You guys, I think for me, obviously the information, because I'm like a walking encyclopedia now because of you guys. <laughs> Although I have to fib and pretend like I have real friends that teach me this stuff. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> my daughter calls you guys my, uh, my horse friends I pay for.
2: <laughs>
6: <laughs> but That's funny. I love the humor. I love it. I mean, I, I think the family... You know, it's like, oh, did you hear what happened to Jamie today? Can I tell you? Or it's just the humor is so funny. I love listening to you guys. Um, I don't get to listen until after work, usually, obviously, because I'm on my way to work early. But um, I appreciate the humor and all the information I've learned. I can't believe how much I've learned, you know, even though I've owned horses and ridden my whole life. uh, A lot to learn.
0: I wonder how many families, thousands of them around the world, are sick of hearing about Jamie and Glenn thousands.
2: None of them. <laughs> None of them. The stories are the best. Oh my gosh. Well, I just love that. I just love you guys are out there and you're listening and you're a part of it and you are an auditor and you find value in what we do. And we thank you so much. Everybody who's listening. Thank you so much for, for being a part of our family too. Well, thank you guys. I really appreciate it.
0: Well, uh, be safe up there in New York. Okay.
6: Will do. Thanks guys. Have a good day.
0: Bye. Well, let's hear from huh? one of our sponsors, Wintech. And then do, you want, do we have time to do some equestrian first world problems?
2: Yeah, I'm ready. All right.
5: Coach Jen here, HRN Chaos Control Officer and host of the Horse Tip Daily Show here on Horse Radio Network. Longtime Horse Radio Network fans know that I'm a big fan of Wintech saddles. I've been riding in them for about 20 years now. Whether I'm eventing, showing in dressage, or fox hunting, or hitting the trail at an endurance competition, I know my saddle fits my horse, and it's going to hold up to the toughest conditions and look great doing it. You may be wondering exactly which saddle do I use for this varied group of disciplines? Well, WinTech makes saddles for every discipline. That's how. I have several. And Wintech doesn't sit on their laurels. 2019 brings even more innovation to the saddle range, so head out to your local tax store and have a sit-in one. Or you can contact your favorite online retailer, arrange a test ride, or check them out online at Wintechsaddles.us. First cow, First cow, First
2: Let me remind you, if you have an equestrian problem, it is a first world problem, no matter what. All of these first world problems are submitted by our auditors, listeners. I post usually on Sunday night asking for your problems. And then like I did this morning, I totally forgot. And I posted like, I don't know, 8, 10 my time. So I appreciate y'all rushing out and getting first world problems to share. Can I go first?
0: I have a first world problem. And that is, I have counted that I have deleted 25 posts about murder hornets. If I see another picture of those ugly hornets, I'm going to scream. So please stop posting pictures of the murder hornets.
2: Can I say that's the greatest name for a hornet ever? A murder <laughs> hornet? That is awesome. It's like
0: they found 500 of them up there in Washington State. And, and But I think it's because we're so sick of hearing about viruses that now we found a new thing to be angry at. So it's the yellow-orange faces of the murder hornet, which has to be the ugliest, largest bug I've ever seen. We don't even have those in Florida. So. There.
2: I don't know what it is, but I like the name. Um, <laughs> you gotta let's admit, start pictures with, are creepy. Let's start with Kimberly. Says, with all the training videos I've been doing, I now realize my outfits and my horses have to match, and I can't have holes and, like, big stains. Plus, I have to wear better sports bras. Girl. You got to look you know what? just, you can't, you can't just, be you. Okay. Wear your ripped up smelly sports bra and your shirt with stains in it. And don't worry about those girls in the video. Um, it's like trying on bathing suits. Like I'm never going to look like the girl in the bathing suit. I'm stupid. Uh, (laughs) Celeste says I have two Celeste. We are having the same problem. I have two huge bonfires stacked up on my property that I really need to burn, but with COVID going on, I'm not supposed to invite all of my friends over to have a party. <laughs> Lucas started crying yesterday. His birthday is at the end of May, and we like we oh, were gonna have like a big bonfire party for his birthday. And he's like, I mean, people can't come now. Like Chad said something about people not coming, and he's like, Oh my god! So it's like the worst birthday ever. <laughs> um, Ch- Chelsea says I used the last of my Lysol la- Lysol laundry sanitizer to wash my winter barn clothes, and then I went to buy more. But everybody's gone crazy, and bought it all, and now my bras are gonna be smelly. What's up with the bra smell? I get it. Glenn has no comment, but trust me, I feel your pain.
0: I, it's not a problem I have, so I can't really comment.
2: Kayla says, I have to sit and watch the horses on the treadmill, but like I need to get other things done, so I'm trying to multitask, And but I hate paperwork, so I, I just end up hanging out and playing on Facebook <laughs> <laughs> while your horses are on the treadmill. Oh, poor thing. I'm finally buying, Kristen says this one, I'm finally buying a new saddle, but now there's so many choices. I've got cold feet it's a life. I mean, I've had my jump saddle for like 15 years, so no pressure. It's like, has to be perfect. Um, (laughs) Lily says, I've been watching the (laughs) pool. I've been watching the plaid horse network to go to bed at night, which is great. But then last night I had a dream that I was doing flat work and my horse suddenly turned her head around and started yelling at me about something like quit being a sack of potatoes and engage your gut (laughs) bit of a nightmare actually, but also kind of (laughs) helpful. uh carrie says my horse looks so cute in his zebra fly gear but it's gonna be cool enough this week he doesn't get to wear it oh my god he is zebraed out man the neck the head the (laughs) oh awesome Um, Leah says, I have never had all, oh Leah, who was just on, I have never had all my horse laundry clean at one time. And it wasn't until this point that I realized how many saddle pads and how many polo wraps I have. And I don't have room for it all. And it's all over my basement. (laughs) Get your laundry done, man. Ursina um, said, I had to decide between getting a puppy and a horse and me fiancé really wants a Kelpie puppy and I finally found one from a reputable breeder and about the same time I found an OTTB at Rerun, so I guess we're getting a puppy. What? That's that's a, not a first world problem. That's a problem. You're a fiancé with a dog and you want a horse and you want with the dog? Ugh, no. Avery says the boss decided we have to return to the office three days a week starting today, but now it's supposed to be sunny and 70 and (coughs) I feel a cough coming on. I should probably (laughs) stay home. (laughs) Oh, thanks, you guys. Equestrian First World Problems. If you want to submit Equestrian First World Problems, Glenn, how do they do it?
0: You have to become an auditor, so go to our Horses in the Morning Facebook page, or website, actually, horseinthemorning.com, and scroll down the right-hand side and click on the auditor banner there. And for as little as $3 a month, you, too, can become an auditor and help support the Horse Radio Network. And we want to thank all of our auditors for last month. Actually, our figures went up last month. We expected them to go down, you know, with everybody with the financial situation, but so many auditors increased their pledges and we got so many new ones that we really appreciate that. And, you know, uh, the hosts on the horse radio network shows, uh, get, get half of that divided up. So they got a raise this month and, uh, Jamie would like to thank you.
2: Thank you guys very much. We, we need it again. My husband, the airline pilot is not going anywhere. So, is he so working at all, or
0: does he like fly once, once a week or?
2: He's he he's been he was on call this past. So he had a schedule and he flew a little bit here and there. And then he was on call and he never got called. And now they've offered up to take money for a certain amount of hours, but you don't fly. Um, but it's a it's a substantial pay cut. But then you just don't fly. So I think we're going to do that this month. And I don't know. So you get we'll him see. home
0: full time. Let's see how that goes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Anybody need to fly? <laughs> The Everybody, cool thing please fly up. I got a fence built. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all can book some plates. That'd be great. Um, but hey, stick around because after this, if you are an auditor, I'm going to answer a training question Erica Harvey sent me.
0: And you know, we understand if you can't become an auditor. We appreciate that. There's there's another way you can help support the show, and that's just by spreading the word. Yeah, you, you know. Uh, we, we had the comment earlier in the show by one of our terrific guests that uh, Rachel goes out and she tells everybody about the show. We would appreciate you doing that. You can help support the show. It doesn't cost a dime that way. Post it on Facebook. Uh, tell all your friends to listen. Get their phones out to their podcast players and subscribe them to us. Uh, you know, And then tell them they need to listen for a week so they kind of get it. And then uh, we, that, that's a way you can help support the show that doesn't, that doesn't really cost anything. So we, that helps as much as the other way. New listeners always helps us find new sponsors, too. So we appreciate you doing that. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. We'll be back tomorrow. It is Stacy Westfall. We'll be here with a training episode. So if you like Stacey, uh, join us tomorrow morning. And then Jamie will be back on Wednesday. Thursday this week, we have driving. And then Friday is really bad ads day, so join us on Friday. And the
2: prizes are ridiculous. You guys get some really bad ads in and send them to us. You get double like the entries if you.
0: dollars worth it. this month. It's crazy. All right, thanks everybody.
2: Spay neuter Geld. <laughs>